You are listening to the Focus on You podcast with me, your host and photography coach bestie, Sherry Brown. This is a safe space where we talk about everything photography, but also deep diving into the photographer's mindset blocks and developing your true skills that shine with tons of self-worth, confidence and authenticity in your business. I believe this journey has so many possibilities when we fuel our soul with creativity and passion that allow us to create a life we've always dreamed of. So sit back and grab a beverage while we focus on you. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you guys for joining me every week. Today, I'm talking a little bit more seriously. I know I've gotten into a lot of um, wedding tips and things that I do as a wedding photographer. Um, I've discussed things to do with the business part of it, but I really wanted to create this podcast so that I could share some mindset advice or some things that I've been through personally to kind of help you or inspire you in some way to move the needle in your business, in your personal life, whatever that may be, because I totally understand where things come from as far as imposter syndrome. And when we hear of the definition of imposter syndrome, that is the persistent inability to believe in one success that is deserved or it has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's efforts or skills. So people suffering from imposter syndrome may be high risk of not moving in their business or comparing themselves to other people, um, not feeling like they're enough at their job and they just don't have the skills and the qualifications to do the thing. They look at themselves as being an imposter. So today I'm going to little share a little bit about myself, and I know I have in the past, but I'm going to share about how my imposter syndrome was actually a good thing for me and how I still have it. And I think that we never really truly let go of imposter syndrome, and I'll tell you why. So imposter syndrome, I have always had it since I was just a little girl, and I remember being told that I had to be something that I wasn't. I had to get the grade A's. I had to be good at sports. I had to be popular. I was an Indian girl, so I had to be less hairy. I was a brown girl. I had to be white and blonde. I had to be a certain aesthetic to fit in and be validated and you know, just to feel like I was somebody in the world. And it was a very, very difficult part of my life growing up. Um, And when I was 14, I think that's when things totally changed. And I believe that there are things in our lives that kind of help us to learn something and to pivot out of that mindset of being um, a certain way or getting a different perspective on life and what we need to do in life. And so I have shared before that I had moved to India when I was 14 years old. And as a Indian girl, I moved to a country that was full of people just like me. And I still felt like an imposter. I don't know why. I just feel like maybe because I didn't know the language, I didn't dress like they did. I didn't talk like they did. I didn't eat like they did. I didn't walk like they did. You know, it was a very out-of-body experience. It really was. And I just remember feeling like I don't fit in there either. And I didn't fit in where I'm from. And I just didn't know where I fit in. And so that sense of imposter syndrome for me was more of a belief in my own self. And the success didn't come until later 
that I, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to choose to have my own success. And for my parents, the success meant, you know, getting a job in medicine or, um, you know, the engineering or something that made a lot of like sense. And I didn't feel like I wanted to go in that direction. And so I think a part of my story and my path was almost like an intuition based path or journey. I just kind of like left it up to the universe. And I know it sounds woohoo and crazy. And you guys might be thinking, yeah, whatever. But I swear, this is what has led me here. I almost feel like crying because it has brought me to where I am today. And every single thing I've done in my life, the hardships I've gone through with my parents, my dad, who didn't really know what I was doing because I became a rebel. I became a person who just went against everyone else eventually. First, it was about fitting in. And then it was about just breaking all the rules. And then it was about fitting in with the wrong people. And it was, you know, I had no sense of direction at all. But my rebelliousness was actually a blessing. And the reason why I say this is because rebelliousness comes from an expression of oneself when they are longing for something that they're not getting. And for me, that was the case. I knew I needed something different. And I knew that it was coming because I trusted in the universe. And I was just waiting. And I waited I had a very difficult relationship with both my parents at one point. I grew up with a lot of disciplinary action when I was a child. I was a shelter child almost. Living in India was also very sheltering. I didn't see the world until when I was 24 and I decided I'm going to move to Canada. And that was the best decision that I could make for myself and the best decision that my rebellion did for me, because had I not, you know, had I been scared to do that or had I remained sheltered or confined into a bubble or a box, I would have never ever went against anyone and moved here. And that fear, I I can't even explain it, but when you see things in your life, moving to a third world country you see things, you live a certain way, your mind, your perspective on the rest of your life looks so rosy. It's just like living in Canada was like an adventure. And I had no fear whatsoever. I moved here all by myself. I didn't know where life was taking me. But again, I trusted. I trusted that universe. I got here and I said, what am I going to do? I took a course, I got a job, I met my husband, I went into cake decorating, which you guys know, and I had a bakery, and then it eventually led me to this job that I have right now. But imposter syndrome is something that I've always carried with me because I've always wanted to fit in in some way. Because everybody else might have been more successful or I might have felt like I wasn't there yet. And so that is good 
because we all need to have imposter syndrome. Because the minute we stop having imposter syndrome, that is when we're comfortable and we don't need to grow anymore. So imposter syndrome equals that growth mindset of wanting those challenges and using our skills to overcome those challenges. And if you keep saying to yourself, I'm not enough, I'm not, you know, I don't have this and I don't have the qualifications, you don't. That's an opportunity to go learn it. That's an opportunity to break rules and like do it with your own self-expression, your own rebelliousness, whatever that may be. But you need to dig deep within yourself to know who you are as a person. You know, many of us are living two lives. We feel like sometimes we need to follow how others need us to live. And then there's a side of us that wants to live off the edge. And I've done both. But when I live off the edge is when I see more um, fruition and, and like beauty and magic and opportunities that kind of happen. And I don't think that's luck. I think that's just you putting that energy out in the universe and saying, you know what, I'm a go-getter. I'm going to do it and good things will happen. But if you sit in your thoughts about, you know, I'm not going to go ahead and do this because the fear is there then you're missing out on so much, so much beauty and magic. And, you know, intuition is the first thing we need to think about is listening to our intuition and then taking that action. And once you take that action, that clarity comes and you start to feel more and more in your own self and your own, you know, belief system of your true calling, because there's only so long that you can stay away from your true calling. And I believe that because that has taken me here. I've done so many things that were true to me. And then I've done things that are not true to me. And I think we all know the difference between what is true to us and what isn't. And because I've gotten here is because I followed the true callings versus the unhealthy callings, which I had done a lot of my youth life, my teenager life, my rebellious days, but I don't regret it. I don't regret it. I feel like we all need to go through that to get to to knowing who we are and like what we truly deserve and saying yes to things, even if they scare you. When I first started photography, I said this before, I had rose colored glasses on. I did not feel any fear because I knew that I couldn't live without this thing that fueled me so much that the passion came before the skill was even learned that the fears just went away as I just felt like the intention behind what I wanted to do. I wanted to serve. I wanted to create. I wanted to really enjoy the process of it because I knew it would get me further into feeling more and more fulfilled in my life. And I knew what my strengths were. I knew what my weaknesses were, but I wouldn't let those weaknesses stop me. And I think that is the difference between someone who just stays still in their imposter syndrome and in their, you know, not feeling enough and not feeling like they are good enough. And then someone who just does it anyway and says, fuck the fear. I want to win. I want to succeed. I want to overcome. I want to learn. I want to get better. I want to be noticed for my skill and for who I am and my self-expression. 
because there's validations that we have seeked when we were younger that don't apply now. This is the true validation we need. The one that really, really digs into the soul of us and like gives back to people. That energy that we put out is the energy that we get back. So if we're doing something that we don't love at the end of the day, and it doesn't feel like the energy is touching someone else and you're just doing it because you think it's the next quick thing to make money. It's the next quick thing to, you know, be successful, but I really don't love it. Well, the energy is going to go there and you're not going to get back the same amount of energy and you will feel like imposter syndrome, even though you're, you know, you're not really in touch with what it is you're doing. But the imposter syndrome is different when you feel passionately about something. And it is a, it is actually imposter syndrome that you want because you need it to fuel you. You need it to challenge you. You need it to keep you moving. And so I never want to lose that imposter syndrome. And I know people say they don't like imposter syndrome. They need to get rid of it. They, you know, people message me all the time and they say, I'm suffering from imposter syndrome. I'm struggling and blah, blah, blah. I am too. But guess what? celebrate that. That means that is a sign that you really want to learn, that you really want to grow. And so dig deep into that rebelliousness, that person that you were, you know, just waiting to get out, that person that everyone wants to feel, that energy that needs to be, you know, exuded in the world. Because if you are doing something that you truly love, and it gives people joy, and there's intention behind it, then that imposter syndrome can really help you. So your greatest skill is knowing that you can learn something and you can get really good at it. But I want to leave you with this quote by Bruce Lee, the famous, famous Bruce Lee. He said, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. So I'll leave you with that today. And if you have imposter syndrome, congratulations. Now I want you to go learn that skill, get better, start thinking about yourself, believing in yourself, dreaming about the next thing that you want to do, attracting all of the good stuff in your life. I want you to get intentional. I want you to get out of your comfort zone. I want you to get fearless. So I hope to see you guys on the next podcast where we will focus on you. Bye for now.